Welcome to Weekly Spill, where we find out what's real on reality TV. I'm Kelly. I'm Sam. And we're going to do a deep dive into the reality shows that we love, which we're assuming you guys love. So the shows that we're going to talk about today are 90 Day Fiance, Are You the One, and all of the shitstorm that is Are You the One and the After Buzz, and Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So... Sam, have you been watching 90 Day Fiance? So I have been watching it. I honestly was never a 90 Day Fiance fan. I will watch it. Like, oh, let's be real. I'll watch any reality TV when it's on. If it's on TV, like, I'll I'll flip through it. But 90 Day Fiance I've never religiously watched. But I feel like it's really gained traction 90 Day Fiance lately. It has, and there's like 20 million different offsets of 90 day fiance so there's like 90 day fiance the other way 90 day fiance before the 90 days 90 day fiance happily ever after so have you been watching both of them or just 90 day 90 day i've been watching 90 day before the 90 days okay so we can talk through that because and the other way because i have theories about all of them so Last week's episode of 90 Day Fiance, Caesar and Maria, the girl from the U- or Ukraine, and the guy who's a nail technician, are in Mexico, and he finds out that his card is just, didn't go through for the ticket, which makes no sense because I check my bank and my credit card statements all the time, so how would you not know that a plane ticket didn't go through? But wouldn't you get some sort of alert as well to, like, hey, you bought a plane ticket and it's now been canceled because your card was... Or wouldn't you even get that when you book the flight? Then it is an automatic. I know if I bought something and didn't have money, it would say denied. So You would think it wouldn't even allow you to buy the ticket, so that's the first fishy part. And I bought plane tickets on British Airways before and it's gotten denied because it's a UK charge and everything but they call me immediately and they're like hey did you authorize this charge so something weird's going on there but I have a theory saw something posted online the Caesar has an acting profile so so he's an actor he's not actually a 90 day fiance let me see if I can pull it up that Caesar is just like full-on acting throughout all of this. I think he knew Maria never existed, and this is his way to kind of get into the scene. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole thing was fishy, too, because as I'm watching it, I'm like, if somebody bought, bought me a plane ticket and all of a sudden it was canceled, I wouldn't call them up and say, hey, we're done. Our relationship is over if it's meant to be. It'll, like, No, if somebody buys me a plane ticket and I go to check in and it says my flight has been canceled... I would call them up. It's like the love of my life. Say, hey, what the hell is going on? Why is my plane ticket all of a sudden canceled? And what's even weirder is on that call, she says his name, which is the first time she has ever said his name on a phone call. Because if we go back to first episode of this season, he literally said to the producers, she's never said my name. She always refers to me as baby. And the producer said to him, do you... is she actually talking to you or are these like pre-recorded and she's sending them out to like everyone? So I think they just hired someone. TLC was like, shoot, what are we going to do? This guy scammed us. Let's just get someone on the phone. So, And you know what felt fishy to me too is when he goes to this dinner, that is so sad. He goes to this dinner that's supposed to be with him and his fiance and the waitress <laughs> is clearly so confused. She has no clue what to do. And he's like, it's just she me. Left, they left the plate there. Yes. <laughs> Take the plate away. She was so confused. And then the couple that he met that he met there comes over and it's like, hey, Caesar, what happened? So unconvincing. Like, what? <laughs> it, it just made no sense to me. Like, oh, all of a sudden they care so much about this man's life that his fiance didn't show up. And they're so cons- <laughs> I would not be going over to some random stranger's dinner table to ask them what happened to their fiancé. No, not at all. I feel like he went on the show only for the publicity. Like, there is no other reason this man is on that show. I'm seeing that now. Honestly, I can can get with that theory. Because those people who he met on the trip, they felt like actors. It's just the whole thing is so freaking fishy. 
It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I can't find the post right now, but there is a whole actor profile for this man. He is acting. You can even tell in his fake tears when he's on the phone. (laughs) So He's so upset. It's just, it makes no sense. If you're talking to somebody for five years and you break up because your plane ticket was canceled. And you still go to the dinner that you planned on having with your fiance. If I was just broken up with after five years, I would be in my bed crying hysterically. And he's like, oh, the dinner was non-refundable and I paid a lot of money. I think if you called up the hotel and told them that (laughs) your to-be fiance dumped you, you. I think they would probably work something out. (laughs) They could probably credit you at least. So you don't have to like, show up to this dinner. Switch it to, like, a spa date or, like, yes. a not-as-romantic dinner. Like, switch it to, like, a corner booth in a restaurant and make it a really nice dinner instead of in this romantic, like, beach setting with rose petals everywhere. It, it just, it didn't track. It did not track at all. No. But the resort was very nice, and I was watching it with Ted, who was my husband, and asked him if that was a sandals resort because... It was beautiful, and it kind of reminded us of the Sandals Resort we were with. So, I don't know. I would get that recommendation for a Cancun Hotel. So, at the least, at least he has a good hotel recommendation yeah. out of all of this. But he No fiancé, no acting career, but hotel recommendations that guy got you. You know, the acting career remains to be seen. You never know what's going to happen after the 90 days. That is true. <laughs> Who else is on the show? There is... Angela, who is with Michael, and she's in Nigeria. Yes. Okay. I, so I watched last season when they were on, and it's the same stuff, just different year. Him getting her a cake, her this time not taking the cake, and it's just like, are they going to be together? Are they not? Like, I, I don't see it. <laughs> the cake in the face was amazing TV. It was. And, like, it got all over. It wasn't just a little bit of cake. Like, that cake, if you guys have not seen it, like, you need to just look up Michael cake in the face because it coated his face. Like, it was the most cake I've ever seen on someone's face. No, absolutely. She she got it all in there. She was like, I'm going to get you good. And that's the part of TLC and this whole entire thing. Like, this has to be somewhat, I mean, listen, we all know reality TV is heavily produced. But she told me that wasn't scripted, that she got that cake all up in his face. <laughs> yeah, like, how many times did they yes. have to cut and say, okay, no, 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 can you do it one more time? Exactly. How many times did they film that to get the perfect amount of cake on his face? The people in Nigeria are probably like, what the, f- what is going on? Like, why are they doing this? These crazy people, <laughs> crazy Americans. Yes. <laughs> like, in my head, I sometimes think, like, when they go to the other countries, like, and they see this being so heavily produced, like, are the people from that country just thinking, like, there goes another crazy American? Because, especially when they're in the Middle Eastern countries, because I I don't even know what to do. But going back to Angela and Michael, one, in that scene, did you notice he was wearing flip-flops with socks? You can see hope for them. The only other couple I can see hope for, Avery and Omar. I can't with Avery and Omar. <laughs> Do you not see it? I, first of all, I don't understand this whole entire apathetic attitude that he has. And I don't know, maybe it's just a cultural disconnect where that's just, I don't know. Maybe it's just culturally how men are there and I'm just not getting it. But I feel like everything that she has asked him to do in regards to this marriage has been like, well, I tried. <laughs> like a half ass attempt. You know, I, I did the best I could. It's like, the best you could is not enough if we're actually trying to get married. That is true. But also, like, he's 24 years old. So, like, how much do we act? Like, when I was getting married, Ted didn't help me plan everything. That was me. So, like, one, why did Avery think this man was going to be able to plan everything? <laughs> he probably didn't even know, like, what she wanted. So... I like, I see a can see hope for that. I don't know if you watched the other way for 90 Day Fiance, but there is one thing I did want to talk about before we go into Are You the One? If you don't watch it, you should. There is this woman who went to India with this guy, Sumit, and he kept telling her 
I can't tell my family about you that you're coming, but I love you and all of this stuff because, and so I told my family that I quit my job and we moved to a different area and all this stuff. So he moved in with Jenny in this past episode, we find out that Sumit was actually married to someone else. And Jenny was in India alone. And are you the one? We haven't seen each other since the season finale or the after buzz. What are your thoughts is all I can say. Well, I guess we saw each other for the season finale, but I left shortly after that. Yes. So after buzz, that reunion that they put together, which I appreciate after buzz for trying to do something because I think they have such a small studio. So even though the the size of this room. Yes. And we are sitting in a, a pretty small room. It's a little, like a little office. So, I the format was weird, but I get why they had to do it that way because they're in small space that yeah. they did the best with what they could, and at least they gave us a reunion on like MTV. I don't know why they didn't give us a reunion, but so I've heard mixed mixed signals, reviews, whatever you want to call it, on this season. So, from a viewer perspective, it was like one of the most well received seasons of Are You the One. Since, like, maybe the first few. But then I heard it got really bad ratings. So, I don't I don't know if it, the bad ratings is be, why we're not getting a tell-all or anything like that or a reunion. But I thought it was one of the better ones they've had in a long time. So, I agree. Because it was just a completely fresh take. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's been the same old same thing for the past few seasons. Yeah. Where... Yes, everybody on the show has been great, but it was nothing new. This was something that is comp- no other show at all has done, no. let alone Are You The One. There is no other dating show like this. So, one, it's really a brand new concept to reality TV in general. Yeah. But then, two, it's just all of these different personalities and having, I think, having the idea that anybody can be anybody's match made it that much better yeah did you see that what they're doing next season is it twins I think so I saw like the casting call and it was for twins and like I don't know if I would like that like I like this one that they just had like keep doing this one I think it makes it more exciting because anyone could be anyone's match you're having people that are exploring their sexuality for maybe the first time and they have a therapist there like that I think they needed that from the start of the show, but twins, like... It doesn't have as much of an edge. No, not at all. It's not as exciting after you have this season where... Groundbreaking. Yeah, it's groundbreaking. And I also feel like it was educational, too, because Mm -hmm. for somebody who's not in that community, Mm -hmm. I don't know all of the ins and outs, and I don't know, you know, Gender pronouns that people like, and, like, all of that stuff. It was great, but maybe that's why it didn't get, like, I hate to say that because it was one of the better seasons, but maybe that's why MTV is going to something else to play it safe because it was such a groundbreaking one. Yeah, I think that there were people, I mean, I, when they came out with the post saying that they were going to do a season where anybody could be each other's match, there were negative comments on the post saying I'm yeah. I'm done watching MTV I'm done with this show that's it like too much for me and people want to go and say oh I, it has nothing to do with me being homophobic or anything along those lines it's just that this is like too much but no I, that was part that's definitely a part yeah. of it and it's definitely still an issue so I think that was probably part of the viewership yeah, which is sad to say, because yes. it was a great season, Amazing. and I wish they kept doing it. MTV should have been like, F these people, I'm, we're doing this over and over again. 100%. I think the characters, they're not characters, but the people <laughs> themselves, too, there was so much to them, and a lot of them really grew throughout the season. Like, and that's what we've missed from other seasons. Like, no, you can't tell me that there's people on the other seasons that have grown I'm doing air quotes for those that can't see me so everyone except Sam but like no one else has grown like this season people grew because they figured out more about themselves like you can't tell me that Kai didn't grow from being on that show even Jonathan Jonathan Mm -hmm. came in thinking he He wanted one type of man yes 
he thought this is the type of guy that I'm looking for. And I think it, it part of it was probably because he wasn't 100% comfortable with himself and his mm-hmm. sexuality. And then meeting Basit completely changed him. And yeah. once he decided, I really want to pursue Basit, he grew. It was like all of a sudden, it was an overnight transformation almost. Yeah. But it was that was one of, I think, the best things to watch on the season. On the After Buzz, they alluded to something. I don't know if they're together. I don't know what they're doing. But what do you think it is? Theories, thoughts, pulling up their Instagram, seeing if they announce anything. I think they're together. I think that they were so connected on that show and on the season and by the end of the season that I would be, I would think the only reason they wouldn't be together is if they don't live near each other, but I don't know where they live. So I don't know. I mean, Basit posted something on, when was it? September 10th. And it's a video of him and Jonathan kissing and it says healthy and wealthy, but that was after they won. That was after they won, but it, it was also before after buzz, right? Yes, I think so. Because I watch After Buzz on Friday or Thursday. It was one of those days where I was homesick, but like I watched it on my TV, hooked that thing up. It was difficult, couldn't figure out YouTube, but <laughs> hooked that up. So I don't think that was their announcement. I don't think so either. I think that they're going to do some sort of YouTube tell all. Yes. Like, this is our relationship now. I think they're going to do something big. I would Just love- like Carrie did? Oh my gosh. The whole <laughs> Carrie and what's his name? Max. Max, yes. I, was like, I can't think of his name. That whole entire situation. Who do you believe? I think that they're both telling half-truths. I think that there's some truth in what Carrie is saying. I think that he probably did say some of those things to her and did. Maybe he didn't lead her on intentionally. But I think he gave her a sense of hope. Yeah. And that is the worst. If you are not interested in somebody, giving them hope is the worst thing that you can do because you're leaving that door open. Yeah. And you're leaving the door open to interpretation. So if you are truly not interested, you should have shut that down in two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's half-truths there. I don't think she could have made up everything in her YouTube story, but... If I was on the after buzz, like whoever their hosts are, I would have shut them down. Like the ma- like the yes, they were trying to tell him like stop talking, let Carrie talk, Carrie let Max talk, but like it was nonstop back and forth and like Max was so like he was on another level. Like he wasn't it didn't look like he was drunk. It just looked like he was cracked out. And I don't know, I'm not making up this not to start a rumor that Max was cracked out, but he was on something, or he was just, like, manic, or I don't know. But he was on another level on that show. And, like, Amber was even, like, sitting next to him, like, trying not to laugh at him because he was just, like, acting crazy. He was too much. If he said the word fraudulent <laughs> one more time, I was going to lose my shit. Drinking game. Anytime Max says fraudulent. <laughs> you would be drunk off your fucking ass black out. It was, it was too much. And... The fact that Carrie's trying to talk, and, I mean, first of all, she's not talking. She's screaming. But. <laughs> well, she had to scream because he kept screaming fraudulent. And not even just saying, like, why are you saying, one, fraudulent? Like, why can't you just say, like, you lying? Like, <laughs> he, he had to say fraudulent. That was his hot word. It was it was way too much. And then but when Basit calls in, I love it. And he's like, Max, honey, you're going to need to calm down. I think I think you need to take a break. Because he was like, he's like the um, calming force and like direction of the show, like the guider. He is the spiritual guidance of the show. Yes, Basit is the house figure. Yeah, but no, Max. I, I like. I don't even know if I liked him and Justin together. Like, I'm just like very confused on Max as a person. I'm glad that he figured himself out. Like, I'm glad he was in his first relationship, but. I forgot who brought it up on the after buzz, but like that was the first male relationship Max had where Justin already was there. He already has been in multiple relationships with other men. So like he knew what it was like and he already had his first where Max was 
Justin was Max's first, or, yes, Justin, like, for Max, Justin was his first. So, like, I get the emotional turmoil that comes with that, but, like, no one prepped Max for that, which I kind of feel bad for, but at the same time, like, yes, he was really upset, but I also couldn't get a read on him. I'm like, did I like him, or did was he just, like, a crazy person at the end? I feel like he lost it a little bit once he found out that him and Justin were a no match because he was probably so invested yeah. in this relationship. That's his first real male same-sex relationship. So I don't think he knew what to do from there, and especially Justin. Justin, I don't think he cared deeply for anybody on the show because as soon as they found out they were a no match, he's like, well, I don't know what we can do, but we're just going to have to – we just have to move on. And I would be crushed if I'm into some crushed. person – for weeks and within 30 seconds they can just say you know what we just need to move on yeah and he like was he even like that committed he says he was but was he that committed justin to the relationship throughout the season no i throughout the entire season i kept on saying i don't think they're a match because their relationship philosophies seem to be so completely different. Justin is very easy come, easy go, one mm-hmm. person to another. And Max was definitely, I'm all in to this one person. Yeah. And for that reason alone, it was not going to work out. Do you think they're together? 100% no. <laughs> I think that they're two completely different people. Two, they want two completely different things out of relationships. I think Justin is somebody who de- I could definitely see being someone who has an open relationship. Yeah. And Max is, to me, seems like monogamy all the way. Yeah. Do you think the show is going to change Max with that, though? Like, do you think he's going to change from, like, that monogamous person to be, not that not being in a monogamous, like, if you guys all agree, like, that's fine being in an open relationship, but do you think he's going to change of, like, getting a little bit famous and, like, Becoming a semi-influencer, model-ish person with his, like, frosted tip hair. <laughs> like, even on the show, I saw, like, a shift of, like, personalities from, like, when he was, like, this devastated person crying in a corner to, like, after Buzz manic, crazy person. Yes, like, he had this platform now, mm-hmm. and he was going to use it to blast whatever ideas or blast whoever. He has Twitter. Yeah, he, 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 and he definitely has Twitter because he has some Twitter fingers going. And he even admitted to that. He's like, I never used Twitter until after Are You the One. He has strong Twitter fingers. He probably needs to lay off of that. They should all freeze their Twitters for a certain period of time. And I, I get that social media is part of the show. Yeah, That's probably, honestly, the better part of the show is seeing the drama that unfolds after all of these things. I'm on his Twitter now. And his, his like, little bio thing is, it gives his Instagram handle, so you know where to find him on Instagram. And it goes, MTV, A-Y-T-O-8, and then it says, Alter Ego, Rave God. First of all, who and what is Rave God? I'm unaware of him. I've never met Rave God. So is this a self-given name? A self-proclaimed rave god? (laughs) I want to know who gave him this name. He tweets so much! Oh my gosh! He may have a social media addiction now. What's today's date? The 18th, 19th. The 19th. Okay, he hasn't really tweeted today. But yesterday, one, two. Like, 20 tweets, essentially. That's a lot of time that you have on your hands. I just, like, I, I didn't know. know people tweeted that much anymore. I go on Twitter, I'm like, let me like this, let me retweet this. I don't know that I've actually put out a tweet since college. So, several years ago. Then again, I'm not on reality show, so That's I really true. have nothing important to tweet about. Nobody wants to know about my cozy muffin that I got this morning. He tweeted about going live on Instagram, like, multiple times on September, like, last week. 
like, going live on Instagram, going to tell you the whole situation. Like, Max, everyone understands from your Twitter where you stand. You don't have to get on Instagram Live to just read your tweets, essentially. Instagram Live is the best and the worst thing that has ever happened to us. (laughs) Because it gives us so much information that's unfiltered. There is no... I mean, yes, you can go back and delete a live, but... but if you're on there while it's live... That's it. It's, it's out there. done. And, and people will screen record that shit. Because oh, I yes. know I have to Lindsay Lohan, so... Oh, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> that is the thing that I've learned now from these reality stars is, like, if they're doing something live or if they post something that is somewhat You need the receipts. <laughs> get the receipts because they're going to delete it in 30 minutes and then you'll have no proof. The Lindsay Lohan thing, it was when she was following the children and the parents and they were like, hope they, they were sleeping on the street and she was following them and she was trying to speak to them and like she tried to steal the, ch- she tried to steal the children and I had to screen record it because it was like at a random time and I don't know why I was still awake. I wanted to send it to Matthew who's in a different time zone and I knew he would be sleeping like you have to record that stuff. I can't with Lindsay Lohan. I I just want her so much to get back to the Lindsay Lohan that we knew and loved. But you know what? I don't know if we ever really knew who Lindsay Lohan was. Because how can you be that Lindsay Lohan and be the Lindsay Lohan you are today? How does that happen? Drugs. Drugs. <laughs> Alcohol. Trauma. Trauma. I feel like she's probably been through some... Her trauma family, in her life, yes. Like, her father. Her father and her mother. I don't think her mother is a saint either. I think her mother probably yeah. did the best she could, but... Yeah. Like, that messes you up. Heather McMahon, like, Brittany 911, Lindsay 911, like, Heather McMahon is on the right path. If you guys don't know who Heather McMahon is, like, she is the best. Like, just follow her on Instagram. Okay. Did anything else crazy on After Buzz happen that we haven't talked about? Honestly, Max stole the show. He did. He he really just gave us all the content that we needed. Also, from the from the thing, I'm still not over this. And I if anyone from Are You the One ever finds this episode, can you please DM either Sam or myself or the weekly spell on Instagram? I need to know how do you get your nails done? They looked so nice. <laughs> There's no way that those are nails that are lasting for all those weeks that they're there, or they're doing themselves. I just got my nails done. And this look, like, my nails look like what theirs look like. And I just got mine done three days ago at the nail salon. Like, not all of them had their nails done. But the people that had the super long nails, like, that clearly looked acrylic, or that they had dip, or something. Like, how? I thought they were trapped in this house with no phones, no social media, no contact with the real world. Do they have a nail tech come? I could see them bringing in a nail tech just to keep up with things. But then, but you know what? Even the people who didn't have either acrylic or gel or dip, whatever, they still had maintained nails. Yeah. They so, didn't look like they were bitten off or like cuticles everywhere. Yeah. So I could see them bring somebody in just to do their nails and that's it. Do you think they have to pay for it? Or do you think MTV pays for it? Do you think they have money? Like, they get, like, a... Not... I was going to, like, compare it to prison. (laughs) You get, like, a certain amount of money to spend at the commissary. (laughs) But, like, do you think it's like that? And it's, like, you can spend your money on this. Or you can buy, like, food or, like... I think that... I don't think they have, like, a commissary. (laughs) You can get a nail tech. Or you can get new makeup. Because I, they definitely have to cater. Well, you know what, though? Sometimes, I don't know if they do cater, because a lot of times you'll see them cooking. Yeah. So That's I guess what I'm saying, like, oh, them. do you want nails done, or do you want a box of pasta? I don't think it's, I don't know. <laughs> but I do think they, I mean, they're definitely getting some sort of stipend for going on these shows. Because yeah. who can afford to go on a show for Because it wasn't everyone that yeah. got their nails done. There's only a few people. So I think they... MTV, are you making them choose between nails and pasta? What's more important to you? Honestly, I would choose pasta. I'm doing keto, so I would choose nails. I was going to say, I feel like you would choose nails. I feel like a CSC keys season is coming soon. Yeah. 
they just There's recently a stopped MTV. So yes, and they just recently stopped filming. Okay. So I feel like it's coming our way. I don't know when. Talk about heavily produced. <laughs> so heavily produced. At I- least are you the one that they can't. As much because it's still that game show type thing, can't control the winners and whatever, but they can steer them towards something. But Siesta Key, The Hills, Laguna Beach, The Hills Reboot, all bets are off. <laughs> no. I mean, there have been people who've come out and said, I live in this town and I've seen them filming one scene multiple times. Our producers telling Juliet to yell at Kelsey or whoever. So that shows, I don't. They don't have a script, but they they're, script. they're telling them what to do. Yeah. They're telling them who to fight with. They're saying, so-and-so said this about you. Go up and confront them. Yeah. Also, I think some of the relationships definitely are fake. 100%. Garrett and Juliet. Garrett and Kara. Garrett and everyone. <laughs> Garrett? Poor Garrett. But Ka- Garrett was spotted in Jersey with Kara after it's been filmed. Why would he be in Jersey? But Kara's not on the show anymore, and I haven't seen them together, so... I don't think they're still together, but maybe there's some truth there. I don't know. Maybe. And they were at a random restaurant. They no were... one goes to Jersey. You know that. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> plenty of people go to Jersey. Bon Jovi. Bruce Springsteen. Is he from Jersey, right? I don't know. I think he's from Jersey. He's. This is your state. <laughs> That's a Ted question. I feel like Ted would know. But... I think he's from Jersey. Regardless, plenty of people go to Jersey. Not to specifically the restaurant they were at. They, they were definitely dating for like a hot second. For maybe a hot second. I think that they were set up on the show to be together. And then maybe... Feelings developed. Feelings developed. He's like, this is a, an attractive girl. He's an uh, attractive man. A wealthy, attractive girl. Yeah, she Who could help funny. me with my fitness career. 100%. <laughs> MTV does know reality, but I think the Kardashians are literally the queens, because Rob's not on the show anymore, queens of reality TV. Well, they took reality TV and turned it into a business. That's the difference. I think... No, they took a sex tape and turned it into a business, but it worked for them, so... So, thank you all. Thank you to Kim, because without Kim... Thank you to Chris as well, because you know what? Chris took that, went with it, spun it, and now look at them. Chris has really built them an empire. We wouldn't have Kylie Jenner, the billionaire, if Chris Jenner didn't say, let's turn this into something yeah. that can actually make us money and yeah. can be positive instead of you just having a sex tape and being another socialite. Yeah. Like Paris Hilton. Yes. We wouldn't have Skims. We wouldn't have Poosh. I don't know what Pooch is, but we wouldn't have it. Lifestyle brand. Um, we wouldn't have Kylie Cosmetics. We wouldn't have KKW. We wouldn't have... We wouldn't have Yeezys, if you think about it. Do you think Kanye would come out with Yeezys without Kim? He would probably be, like, spiraling out of control somewhere. Yeah. I think she reels him in. I think she... I think she tries to keep his lid on as much as she can, but I think Kanye is Kanye. And Kanye is Kanye. He's going to do and be whatever he wants to be. Okay. This week's episode. The biggest thing I didn't get was this whole entire feud with Kim and Courtney over the clothes. I got it, though. What didn't you get? All right. En- enlighten me, because it just seems like a silly fight. Like, they're fighting over some clothing that was pulled. No. But that's where you're missing it. So, backstory if you didn't watch Kardashians. Kim, as we all know, wore the skin-tight look to the Met Gala. So, she was with the stylist and everything. And first problem is she FaceTimed Courtney. Like, don't FaceTime Courtney when you know Courtney's going to have three million opinions. And she was making fun of the outfit, saying it was like, what is this, Halloween? Is it October 31st? Like, you're already offending everyone that just put that look together. So that was step one. That that was one strike against Courtney. Then Kim finds out that the stylist has been in contact with the same um, Courtney stylist called or emailed, what is it, Mugler? I think it was Mugler. Like, to 
do something for Courtney. And Kim already has been working with that designer for at least a year at this point for that Met Gala look. So, like, now she's, like, encroaching. Slowly encroaching on Kim's territory. And then Courtney Silas, maybe Courtney just has to have a sit down with the Silas of, like, Kim and I don't like the same things at all. Courtney Silas pulls all of the same looks that, exact same looks that the like the designer put in stores for mass production, pulled it for Courtney, and Kim already wore it on a red carpet. I think it's a stylist issue and not a Courtney Kim issue because they don't have the same style at all. They don't. And but I think it started because of the whole like, what is it, October thirty first, like. You, you should have probably said, like, instead of saying, like, hey, Court, that's for your birthday. Like, you should have said, hey, Court, this is my Met Gala look. Like, yeah. That's what she should have started off because, I mean, what is it, October 31st was a valid point for yes. thinking it's for your birthday. But yeah. If somebody said, I'm going to wear this to your birthday, like, that's an interesting look. <laughs> I probably wouldn't say it's October 31st, but I don't know if Court, I would be on board. Just, like, very, like, like, monotone, like like dry like she just has like these one-liners that I absolutely love her for but like I get it Courtney I think she's going through like a mid not mid I don't know life crisis of turning 40. I can see that because she probably thought after having these kids with Scott she would be married they'd be living together and she would have this family union yeah and I think that they have a great relationship as co-parents but I don't think they're ever going to go back to how they were. No. I always want them to get back together, but I think he's, like, really good with Sophia, so. I agree. And I think that the two of them together are not healthy. I don't think they have the same sort of relationship expectations. No. and. Did you see at her at the, in this past episode, though, when she said hi to Scott on her birthday, they said, I love you to each other. I was like, that is so precious. So cute. I think they're both going to always have love for each other. Mm-hmm. And they'll both, I mean, they have three children together. Yeah. So they are going to have a special place in their hearts for each other. But yeah. as a couple, I don't think they function well. And I don't think they work. No. No, not at all. But her birthday party turned out beautiful. That, that party was amazing. I Loved remember fireworks. seeing it on Instagram. Like when everyone was like, at the party, like, a year ago or whatever it was, and just being, having extreme FOMO, but it's not like I would ever get invited to a Kardashian party, so. And they had a lot of other celebrities there as well. Sia, I didn't even know they were friends with Sia. Yeah, Robin Thicke, um, I think French Montana was there. But we, they're, they're friends. They, I mean, who else was there? Nikki Hilton, Paris Hilton, I don't think it was Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton was there. Somebody else, I wonder if Sophia was there. I don't know, because I think this is, like, no, no, it wouldn't have been, because they went on vacation, like, her, Scott, Sophia, and the kids all went on that, like, Mexico vacation, or wherever they went before that, so I could see um, Sophia being there. And I noticed, too, they were, they weren't trying to highlight it, but at Chu's party, Sophia was there. Mm -hmm. So, they sort of slipped her in, a little Easter egg, hey, I'm here. Okay, True's party. True's party, I am just, I'm over Tristan, third trimester Thompson. He brings the drama for no reason, but he created it. Why was he talking to Kanye? So at the party, like, it's your daughter's first birthday. Why are you worrying about keeping up with the Kardashians? Like, it's a show. Like, deal with that if you want to talk to Kanye about how they used your song in a promo for keeping up with the Kardashians because of a fuck-up you did, do that on your own time. Spend time with your daughter because it doesn't seem like you spend that much time with her because you screwed, like you guys aren't on a good co-parenting relationship right now. I mean, how, do, how does he fit in his daughter into a schedule with all these other women that he allegedly has in his life? Do you think him and Jordan slept together? So the, the from the rumor mill in LA, <laughs> supposedly they've been together for months. I think so. I 
But I feel, almost feel like if they had been together for months, where's the proof? Where are my receipts? Please bring them to the table. Okay. But Jordan and Kylie. Jordan had it made with Kylie. Self-made billionaire. She was kind of riding the coattails of Kylie, getting all the perks of being like, a billionaire essentially being like that person who did everything with Kylie. Like she did more with Kylie than what's his face. Um, who's Kylie's Travis Scott, Travis Scott. Like she was in more of like those trips with Kylie than Travis ever was. And then just to throw it away for a one time thing, like, doesn't make sense. I think that there was definitely more to that story than she was... a billion dollars down the toilet. She did. I, there was more to the story than she was letting on to, but I... Do I think they slept together one time? Probably. Do I think they had a relationship? I think if they had a relationship, there would be a picture somewhere. Somebody would have a photo of them together. I Somebody... I feel like there would be definitive proof that would have been leaked by now. Yeah. Maybe. I, I don't know if that they had a full-blown relationship, but... But we already know, like, Kylie and Jordan's circle runs really tight, so if Kylie doesn't want something out, it's not getting out. I mean, that's the Kardashians in general. They, yeah. They control the media so, so much. So, like, maybe they don't want it out right now. I mean, they, yeah, things come out when the Kardashians yeah. want them to come out. They 100% trade stories so that the things that oh, yeah. they don't want out are not out. I don't know. I think it, it nobody knows besides them. them. Yeah. I don't think any of us will ever know unless the Kardashians want us to know. But I do feel what she did was wrong 100%. If that were me and that happened in my family, I would be pissed. But it's also the cover-up of it. Like, she wasn't truthful. There was no accountability there. No. Like, if she had been accountable and was like, hey, Kylie, Chloe, this is what happened. I want to let you know before you hear it from so many different people. It would have been a different story. But she didn't do that, it seems, allegedly. So. But also, how much accountability do you have when you're 21 years old? I think, not saying she shouldn't have accountability, but... But I also think, like, I think the maturity level of, like, if I'm just basing it off of, like, Kylie, Mm -hmm. Kylie is a very mature 21-year-old. So, like, wouldn't you think her friends were also very mature 21-year-olds? I don't know. It's it's such a hard situation. I think she was 100% in the wrong with that. Yeah. But I also feel like this... It was she was completely canceled. The oh, hate yeah. she was getting was not warranted because if she was no. a normal everyday person, not in the public it eye, it would have it would have been you know or, people would be upset with her, but she wouldn't be getting hate or anyone else besides the Kardashians in the public eye, but with like I don't know, just not the Kardashians. I can't think of anyone like Brielle Beerman or something yes. like something like that. Like not to the extent of the Kardashians, like the cult following the Kardashians have if you mess up like you're you, they have the ability to cancel you at like the snap of a finger so yeah, you're essentially blacklisted yeah. from anything in Hollywood or LA and for being 21 years old that's it's, it's too much yeah. to completely cancel a 21 year old when it's like it's a mistake we all we all fuck up in life yeah I know at 21 I definitely had enough fuck ups but <laughs> they weren't broadcasted on national TV, on the internet. But Tristan, I don't know, like, what Tristan's, like, game plan, end game type thing is, because he, from this past week's episode, like, he FaceTimes her, he texts her nonstop. And even the week before that, when she was like, I don't know if I want to invite him type thing, and, like, she, like, did a good job of, like, when she was at the party, like, she kind of involved him and was like, hey, Tristan, do you want to get pictures? Like, was, like, kind of talking to him, kind of not talking to him, keeping her distance, but then still doing some of the stuff. So she's trying. 
but it makes it hard. I think it makes it hard on Chloe because she's trying to co-parent and he's trying to get back with her. Yes. And it makes no sense. I think my theory is he's a very insecure man. Yeah. And so he needs the attention from whichever woman he has yeah. in his life. But once he gets that attention, it's he's over it. He's over it. And it's like, okay, who's the next person I can get attention from to yeah. validate me, to boost my ego. And Chloe's not giving him the attention he wants. So it's like a game now. Like, how can I win her back? Well, especially being pregnant and the pregnancy she, she had, yeah. she didn't have the time or the energy to be devoting 100% of her energy to him, nor should she have to. Yeah. So he's like, let me just find somebody else. I can't. But now that she's not giving him the attention because he fucked up, he's crawling right back to her because poor, he wants that attention. Poor Chloe. I, like, I feel so bad for her, but one, she looks amazing. Every time they show her on Keeping Up the Kardashians, like, in the scene where she's sitting down on the floor and her legs are in front of her and True is, like, walking and they FaceTime Tristan, her legs are so tiny. She's Like, she is, like, so tiny. It always shocks me when I see her on Keeping Up the Kardashians because, like, when they're doing the, like, just the one-on-one interviews, all you see is, like, shoulder up. So it's like, oh, it's Chloe, and then you see her body, and you're like, damn, it's Chloe. Yeah, she worked hard for her body too. Yeah. So I respect it. But what else happened in that episode? I feel like those were like the two main things. Well, the only thing, other thing that sticks out to me is the iconic line that we got about Courtney being a fake humanitarian hoe, <laughs> and those are the moments that I live for in reality <laughs> TV. About that. Oh my gosh. That was the best. That I am so glad they got into that fight for that argument. Like, but Courtney always goes back to that stuff of like, she that was a low blow for Courtney to say, like, oh, well, you're doing this and blah blah blah, and all you can focus on is clothes. And it's like, okay, but Kim's actually like doing stuff. <laughs> it's just it it's iconic. First of all, and I would personally never say it to somebody, but it's just can, now can be used in so many situations all the time. Somebody pisses you off, fake humanitarian hoe. It was so great. It was so great. Line that I loved from last week was when they were talking about Chloe's, not Chloe, Courtney's balding spot mm-hmm. from the ponytail. And Kim was like, you need to go to the hospital right now. Like, it was, like, end of the world, like, things, she, like, Courtney was falling apart, like, you need to go to the hospital right now. Oh, it was a little bald spot. It was life or death in that moment. Like, you need to see a surgeon right now. Do you think she's balding, or do you think it was the ponytail? I think it was the ponytail. That was an aggressive ponytail, and if you have your hair like that so many times, it's going to affect you. Yeah, that's true. You're going to lose some hair. I'm really wondering what Ariana Grande is going to look like in... Ariana Grande, the reason she has the ponytail is because of her hair loss. How is she going to grow it back, though? She only has these ponytails. I mean, I love Ariana and her ponytails. Well, at least Ariana's is fake. Okay. I should have known that. Hers, I'm pretty sure, is fake because she had so much damage from when she was on Nickelodeon. From her hair being from red. her Yeah. So she had a lot of hair damage, so she does the fake ponytail to cover up the hair damage, where I think that was Courtney's hair. Clearly it was Courtney's hair, because she's missing a huge spot of it, so. She had to see a doctor right away. But I want to know, like, did they just do injections to stimulate hair growth, or is she getting, like, hair transplants? That's what I was confused about. I was wondering how those injections were going to help her grow her hair back. I think maybe it was just, like, stimulating because maybe she still has the hair. Like, I think if you're balding, like actually balding, you need a hair transplant because there's no hair follicles there. Mm. But since hers was just like a. It was pulled out essentially. Yeah. Maybe she has the hair follicles and they're just trying to like regrow it. I don't know. It's the Kardashians. Whatever <laughs> procedure they need done to make them look the they same. They can have it. They can have it. They have enough money. They know enough people. Yeah. That's their brand. I'm glad Kim is okay. She doesn't have lupus or rheumatoid arthritis. I mean, that's serious stuff. Yeah. Especially when you have all young children. 
Yeah. That would be hard to deal with. And your career is social media where it's like taking pictures and using your hands and doing all that. So, yeah. I think this was last episode the when Jonathan and Kim were at the restaurant. And is that the, the burger restaurant? Pl- that's the burger place that's opening up near us. <laughs> I saw it and I was going to text you and ask you, is this the same place? Same place. I As soon as I saw the orange cups or whatever it was, and they were like, I am burger, whatever it is, I was like, that's the place. So I need to try it. Yeah, we 100% have to go and we have to like, we have to review it. We have to see, is it food god worthy? According to him, it's food god worthy. (laughs) So we will definitely review that. I don't know when it opens. There's like a loading sign. I drove by it today. Well, if it's anything like Lemoncello that's been opening for a year and a half now, who knows? They got so much food when they went. Yeah, I'm sure it's all for free. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But But, like, it was nonstop food. And I doubt that. Well, you know what? They both can eat, though. They can. And also, they, like, I don't know about Jonathan, but like, Kim works out. Yeah, she works out. So much. So. He seems pretty fit, though, Jonathan. So he must do something. Especially if he is a food god and he's that tiny, like, yeah, he's he doing needs something. to work out. Or it's all for show. I think he's very into his appearance as well because he can tell he's had some surgery, some plastic. Yeah, he's definitely had some surgery. I think he's had tad too much Botox. I think he needs to lay off a little bit. <laughs> he does. I mean, Botox is not a bad thing, but... No, but there's, there's in a excess, <laughs> yes. There, there's a limit. Okay, so what was your favorite moment in reality TV from this week? From this week? A show you don't watch, but finding out the whole situation with Sumit and Jenny and the marriage and the whole family showing up to the house and, like, the whole drama that went on for that. We have an Instagram. I will try to find a clip and post it on the Instagram and send it to you because it is noteworthy TV. I don't care how produced... 90 Day Fiance is. That shit went down. And that was real. <laughs> what was yours? Mine is just a fake humanitarian hoe. It's, that's <laughs> it. It's it's what I live for is these iconic lines that now I can use forever. And that's how I, I'll know if somebody's like my reality TV soulmate, <laughs> if you get the reference. If I call somebody fake humanitarian hoe, I know we're on the same level. If you don't get the reference, then I still like you. But we're just not going to connect on the same level. <laughs> I'm going to say that to Ted later today. Just please. <laughs> please. Because we're kidding. If you said something that upsets me, well, you're just a big humanitarian, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. I would die to see his reaction. That's going to be it, though. It's like, anytime somebody pisses me off, you're just fake humanitarian hell. Okay. I think that's all. First episode done. That's it. That is it. On that note, we will be back next Thursday with same shows, maybe new shows added in. Well, are you the ones not on anymore? So, so we'll have X on the beach. X on the beach. Is the challenge on right now? The challenge is on right now, and the challenge has been epic. I've been watching, so have you have up. to get into it because it's a lot of the same people from these other MTV shows. So it really is all connected. But that is all for this week. Tune in next week, you guys. Thanks, guys. Bye.